online and on the air via thecomicden.com. This is episode 24 of the Anime Roundtable. For Thursday night, September 6, 2007. Good evening from Toronto, I'm Mike Nicholas. On the platter for tonight, it's been another summer of the otaku, so everyone here will talk about what was on their viewing and reading lists, and of course the big Toronto conventions on the anime social calendar. Then we'll revisit the idea of anime and manga's use in Japanese self-promotion. This in light of a criticism in a popular newspaper. And finally, we'll fire off some summer bullets. Honey to fire off this time around. It's the season premiere, and it's coming up next. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and model language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. So over the summer, I decided to finally uh, get on the Facebook bandwagon. Um, that's one of the more universal items that that had come along. Uh, probably more effective and universal than instant mess than most forms of instant messaging. Uh, I have to say, I've kind of enjoyed it. Um, now, when you sign up for Facebook, they always ask for various details, and you, you don't have to stick all of them in, things like your, aside from your name, which is mandatory, you can stick in things like your um, city, city of residence, your address even, your phone number, and you don't, even your place of work, and you don't have to stick them all in. And then it also has this spot where you can put in the schools you went to. I stuck in the college I went to. Then I stuck in the high school I went to. Take a guess which one I regretted entering. Now, going back to high school, I'm going to admit that I, I did have a couple of friends, but I hadn't been in touch with many of them for years. And then I entered in my high school, and then out of the woodwork came people I didn't, hadn't heard from in years, and a lot of them were people I didn't care to hear from. Suddenly, people who in high school couldn't give me the time of day were suddenly asking to be my friend. My personal favorite was this guy who um, was this guy who had a habit of making fun of the fact that I walked so stiff that I barely bent my knee. So, so stiff that I hardly bent my knee. Often he would try um, chop blocking me from behind. Uh, my knee, by the way, hasn't fully recovered. So one day he, one day he uh, looks me up online and says, Hey Mike, how's it going, man? Click ignore. You know, I'm quite fine if we never, if we weren't friends in the past. Just don't pretend you want to be now, and don't bother, don't bother if if we never got along in the past. I know people sometimes mature, but some things you just refuse to get over, and you know, just just don't pretend that. Like this guy, this guy to me just felt came across as pretending nothing happened in the past, and you know, I, I don't forget. Oh, oh, I guess I should find a, I guess I should find a, uh, anime and manga tie into all this because, you know, that's the show. Um, my high school crush, who, this girl who I did have a crush on, and this wasn't a huge secret. This wasn't a huge secret, but this, uh, and I did confess to her years ago, and, you know, she said no. But some time ago, sometime, a few, about a year later, she told me she had seen Ikira and, and couldn't make heads or tails of it. So she, and she knew I had seen it, so she asked me about it. The next day, I wrote back, I wrote out this uh, three-page essay on theories concerning Ikira, and I gave it to her. I think I scared her off once and for all. <laughs> for reference, I, I saw her on, on Facebook and tried to get her on my list. Uh, she's ignored me to this point. <laughs> uh, well, that's a nice little segue. Uh, I guess I should, on that note... Pleasant note that it is. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about my anime and manga summer, and then we'll get to everyone else's. Um, on the manga side, um, and, and you know what, I, I was able to, it was kind of a nice summer in this sense, because I was able to read a lot and watch quite a bit. So let me tell you a little bit about it. And honestly, a lot of it was old stuff. I mean, on the manga side, I ended up reading uh, Midori no Hibi, Midori's Days. And the only thing I can say about that is, it's readable, if cliche, and it certainly has a nice little twist to it. And it certainly has a nice little twist. Um, I mean, what else can I say? 
Then I, want, then I read up on Psychic Academy. Um, typical school story starring a protagonist with no confidence who finds out they have abilities. In this case, it's magic. Cliché in many ways, of course. Um, I, I started reading this because of who the artist was. It's uh, Katsu Aki, the, um, the creator of Futari Echi, or Step Up Love Story. And as everyone, or as most people know, um, that was picked up for, uh, for license here in North America, both on the anime and manga end over the summer. Um, so I want to catch up on some of his other works because I've, ne- uh, I've actually um, read Futari Echi, and it's actually not a bad read. Um, Aside from the obvious, but I, but looking through Psychic Academy, it's pretty obvious that Katsuaki shares many of the designs, many of his designs between the, those two titles. Uh, the only thing I can say about the girls in that is that the girls look pneumatic, uh, certainly pleasing to the uh, male eye, to say the least. Plot-wise, uh, effect, this feels too much like Mabarajo. Uh, how good that is can be debatable. But keep in mind, this is the older title. Then I uh, got around to reading both the Reader Die and Reader Dream mangas. Um, both are very different from their respective anime counterparts. They take on different plots, probably uh, at a different point in the timelines for both series. Um, uh, uh, Reader Die... Reader Die, but they're also different in each other, the, both versions. Reader Die was a more continuous suspense thriller, well, not suspense thriller, but action, action type story. And it went, and it was a continuous story throughout all four volumes, whereas Reader Dream was a little bit more episodic and philosophical. Um, both were very good reads. And, um, to be very honest, I haven't seen the, uh, Reader Die TV series, one which, Reader Dream is ultimately based on, so but and I'm told it's quite different, and I should really, really get around to eventually watching that. Um, uh, highly recommended. Uh, the Reader Die title and Reader Dream title is certainly recommended all the way around. Now, as for my anime watching, um, I, I started watching a little bit of the Oh My Goddess television series. Um, Glad to see they're fleshing out the story a little bit more in this case, because it it's a complete reboot, obviously, of the original series, and it tells a lot more of the manga tales here. So I'm glad they're kind of fleshing it out, uh, but I, I just wonder at what point will it end, because uh, the manga hasn't, and it's uh, going 20 years strong uh, this year. I, I did get a chance to watch the Haruhi, the Haruhi dub. Um, I, we, I felt so obligated to see the dub, because we met the English, many of the English voices uh, th- through both Anime North and um, Fan Expo uh, this year, um, I think it's actually a good dub. Wendy Lee does a actually a very good performance as as Haruhi, and you know, I, I, it's certainly very watchable. Uh, although I would have preferred it personally in broadcast order instead of chronological order. That said, you know, it's uh, I'm, I've enjoyed it to this point. The only thing I have an issue with concerning the dub is that once in a while they try to use Japanese terms. Uh, I know that um, they um, they tried to use the term moe, and it just felt out of place. Even at, at one scene when um, when um, oh, in that pivotal scene where um, Kion gets attacked, you hear you you swear he says naze, means why, right? I mean, I, I swore he said that, and I have nothing against them trying to respect the Japanese, the use of uh, the Japanese um, feel to the story. I just and even using the words, but in the end, it just feels so out of place. But, you know, that's something for all together. Can't wait to see the, how the rest of the series goes. Then I took a watch of Stelvia. Typical, typical girls in space, teenage angst story with the backdrop of saving the Earth. Starring a protagonist with no confidence who finds out they got abilities. Cliche in many ways, of course. Actually... Um, here's my question concerning uh, Stelvia's main character, Shima. What type of couple would Shima and Shinji make? I got a better question. Uh, who would jump off the school roof first? That's, that's my real question concerning those two. Um, there's a constant mention of how, how much, uh, how, uh, how uh, this show kind of takes a downward spiral after the, after the um, first half of the series. Um, I could sort of see it, but I don't see it to the same extent I think a lot of other reviewers and even friends saw it. So um, I might have to really ask about that later on. Uh, that said, watchable if not memorable. Um, anyone got any Compito? 
Yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> oh, they, the, the others are in the studio. Um, okay, people are wondering if there was uh, the obligatory anime based on, an hent on a hentai game on my list. Yes, there was. And that title is School, School Days. Days! My God, School what can I say about school days? Um, takes the worst qualities of Kimmerer Orange Road and Rumbling Hearts and amplifies them ten times. Exhibit A for those who hate harem anime. Originally starts off as a love triangle that takes on many shapes as the series goes on. The sad part is it centers all on one guy. Let me just quickly put it this way. Dude starts off shy but really becomes either a player or a man whore. He has no tact. No consideration, no consideration, no respect for the lucky situation he's in, that bastard. No respect for the girls he's screwing, literally or figuratively. It's a 13-episode series. Episode 10 has just aired. Um, and personally, I hope the ending they choose is one of the bad endings, because in each one of those, someone in, in the original triangle dies a horrible, spray-filled, bloody death. I'm personally lobbying for the Sata the Jugular one. Also on my list was Megazone 2-3. All three parts. What can I say? This is classic old school anime OAV at its best. But as, um, as is typical, um, after part one, it kind of takes a downturn. So from part one on, it did start going downhill. However... It became a complete vertical between parts two and three. Uh, in the end, I saw part three as really unnecessary. Uh, so are the um, Thundercats and Silverhawks logos at the beginning of part two. Really unnecessary. Actually, I spoke with Daryl Surratt from Anime World Order, and when I told him I had watched part three, he told me, You idiot! Why didn't you listen to our review first before you watched it? Then you wouldn't have to waste your time. Actually, I can't completely regret watching it, uh, watching part three. Granted, I would prefer the 80 minutes back, but I can't completely regret it because it was a good remedy to help me recover from watching Makoto Shinkai's latest Biosoko 5 centimeter, which I had seen a couple days before. Um, yeah, I saw it on Fansub. Hi, ADV. Uh, I'm not going to say too much about, um, about five centimeters per second, because I know we're going to talk about it at length later or in episodes to come. I will say this much, though. It is amazingly well done, uh, while at the same time amazingly depressing. Not Grave of the Fireflies depressing, mind you, but we're in the ballpark. I, I personally consider this anime the uh, ultimate anime date movie. It's somewhat reminiscent of titles like The Notebook or The Lake House. But... Uh, just quickly, uh, and this is my suggestion for when the DVD comes out in November, because, you know, we don't condone seeing it before. Here's, my quick here's a quick suggestion. If you're going to watch it, watch it with someone you love. Or failing that as anime fans, en enjoy it with a bottle of something you love. Might I suggest sake? Vodka? Prozac? Well, that's pretty much my summer. Um, James and Angela are here, and they'll tell us about theirs on the other side of the break. The Anime Roundtable will begin right after this. You're listening on thecomicden.com. I'm Sven. I'm Daisuke. And this is ATTO, your premier anime and television podcast. Where we bring you your anime and television news and reviews, and everything else to do with anime and television. So check out our website at www.animetelevisiontoronto.blogspot.com Or you can look for us on iTunes. So once again, I'm Sven. I'm Daisuke. And we're signing off. Okay, so do you guys have anything to say about what I said just now? Anything. <laughs> that guys, means nothing. Like, I mean, I, mean nothing. I, I, would, I was hoping that I left a few people speechless. 
We still uh, have speech because we just talked. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. beside the point. Um, there was quite a few things. I guess we might as well stop, start off at the top, I guess, with the Facebook thing. But since I'm not even on Facebook, because I'm like crazy person to everyone mm-hmm. else. Yeah. But hey, I may be the smart one for sitting out this craze. Angela? Want to say something about Facebook since I'm not on the boat? Well, or I should be on the boat? I consider Facebook an unnece- a necessary evil, I suppose, if you're going to be in university, like especially with Yama. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just a really convenient way to get news out to members, but I hate all the time how I'm being bugged by people saying, add this thing, you know, oh, become yeah. a pirate, oh, become a zombie. I, never mentioned, like, I don't yeah, care. I never mentioned all the wor- you, relatively useless applications that mm-hmm. you can possibly add to it. The, the most remotely useful one I've seen is, was this... Um, 8-bit NES emulator. But the thing is, it's so badly done, or at least the bit, uh, the data rate is so badly done that the animation is choppy at best and you're told not to turn on the sound because that's hmm. even worse. And, and it'll slow down the animation if it wasn't slow, slow enough for you. I hope they improve that one, actually, because I thought that that was actually somewhat worthwhile. The only useful application that I've used, oh, well, aside from the stock ones like m- movies, music, um, video, um, I did add a podcast application so you know if you're if you're one of my friends on facebook when i put up this episode um chances are you're going to see me promoting it on facebook but that's uh, neither here nor yon hmm. but uh, everything else i found pretty pointless mm-hmm. i think of it more as an instant message device as a, another version of an instant message device or at least um relatively quick time if not email i mean relatively quicker quicker time than email yeah so. i don't really get the whole Facebook culture where people spend hours searching up other I, people. I don't know. I admit to looking, mm. looking just to see if somebody messaged me. But then again, mm-hmm. I, I, go, yeah, I there, lump there it just those, as much with my emails too. I hear so. there are those people are checking it like every day or some. Crazy. I will check it. No, I'll check it a couple times a day, but no, no different than what I would than what I what I do with my email. Mm-hmm. So you know that's Facebook. Like, uh, there, we found a new promotional tool for the show. As yeah, they we say, did. Since we, did. we have and our we'll thing about, on Facebook. Yeah, we'll tell you about that a bit later on. Um, Oh, uh, what's what's the other thing I came uh, wanted to mention? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that a bit later. Um, by the way, uh, Angela, you're one of those people who told me that's uh, how Stelvia kind of took its nice a nice dip in the second <laughs> half. Um, More like a nosedive. Nosedive. I don't think it was a nosedive personally. I, I was kind of like with Mike, where I see where the reviewers think it didn't live up to the first half, mm-hmm. but I thought it was enjoyable for what it was. It entertained me, and I got a good. Uh, entertainment out of it i wasn't expecting like the next ava or the next whatever but Mm -hmm. i was just expecting to be entertained and that's what i got from it when i bought the box yeah i felt let down by the series because i thought the first half was quite strong just uh with the way the plot was set up with the great wall coming and just when they defeated it it's like yes i want it to end here this is perfect and then they go on for like another 13 episodes and the characters all get they they should have done like you know they do those one yeah they they do the they do those one one episodes afterwards, like look at the characters after it's over. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Those kind of things. I think just been that one. Thing I think they could have been better served. I think they could have actually been better served by doing that. They, and here's a spoiler. Um, a bit of a spoiler here, I guess. They didn't really do that, but there are series that kind of have an epilogue episode. This one, mm-hmm, like had or, or they do the two episode OVA thing. You know where it's like twenty four episode series, and then you have two OVAs afterwards, like uh, with uh, Tenjo Tenje did that. Okay. Even though it didn't really work itself out. Mm-hmm. But like Planetis has an extra episode after yeah. the main plot mm-hmm. ends just to show mm-hmm. how everything ends. And yeah. I think it served that and series Infinite very Revias well. Infinite had it. Mm-hmm. Stelvia never really did. It had it had a part at, a part at the very very end. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought that I thought they could. I thought they would have been served okay because you know I thought there's there was a lot of intrigue into what they could do next. Of course, it was probably also made with the premise that they would make a second series, but obviously we knew what happened to that. Yeah, they were going for it, but it just didn't pan out. Yeah. So, but, um, as I said, I found that pretty enjoyable. Um, anything else on the list that you want to mention concerning my my little um, your little well, other than five centimeters, which I made my points known to you. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, but I, all I can say is it. that I was very. It left a strong impression after I watched it. It okay. was it was very touching. And Shinkai, I think, hit a certain mark with this film. Because with a lot of his films, you have the sci-fi and you have the element of emotion and all that. And with this one, he went more for that emotion, more of that every day. Like, 
even I will say a quick spoiler, but has nothing to do with anything in the star or anything. Just him in the subway station, just all the lines, all the bus, all the people, that one moment, it's like, wow. You could feel almost the real Japan and the real world setting in that moment. You could feel yourself being placed in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was even those small moments yeah. were incredible. I see it. I see it. You know, you know what I mean? By yeah. I know. Well, I even with his style, it's like he turns every single scene or every single part of the film about any of his films into something beautiful and precious. I, I think it was even more so in this one. I could go on with every single moment or second with it, but, but that's just it. an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hold that because, you know, yeah. we will get that chance somewhere along the line. Yeah. Angela's yet to see it. So and remember, see it with a, with a loved one. Okay? Other than that, other than that, I, I have to say about school days that yes, oh, yeah. I've been I've been <laughs> watching it too. And you know what? People do want the main character to die, and yes, he may be fucking every girl humanly possible. But hey, can we really hold that against him? Uh, but yeah. we can against the well, creator. Well, you know, I, it sort of makes me like with the way this uh, this thing's going. It sort of makes me wish my high school days went better because you know. But we, we would we would have a chance to really talk about murder by saw to the jugular. But we have to remember it is based off a game, and I think of it this way: the people who are playing that game, God only knows what their life is like. So I not better than my, much better than mine. No, I think my life's pretty much good. I'm, I'm probably figuring theirs is somewhere down there. Yeah. But of course, I'm sure there's some regular normal people playing it and. I'm enjoying it. Maybe they, maybe they don't get enough. Yeah, but that's well, beside the point. Let's only watch it through. I mean, I have no choice now. It's but. good that uh, Angela stepped on for that one moment while we talked about the things that shall not be said. <laughs> okay, I'm lost. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. You can listen actually, to it back, <laughs> and then everyone is going to send hate messages to us Actually, now. you're Uh-oh. probably better off. Um, <laughs> so, okay, enough about what I saw. What about you guys? What did you see over the summer? Well, the uh, anime manga wise, I mean, there was we, that. We're not asking for uh, there an was, on your vacation. So, <laughs> it wasn't really a vacation to say the least. There is no such a thing as a vacation anymore. We're adults. Mm-hmm. We have to work, we have to go to school, we have to do that. Yeah. But other than real life, when we try to spend our moments away, at least for me, I watch Higurashi as well, fan sub wise. Um, when they cry, right? Yeah. When they cry, second season. And I was actually, of course, watching the first season, which Jenny on uh, licensed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That was kind of nice. Uh, let's see. I'm watching Karen DVD-wise. And I have to admit... GB Vampire. Yes. Yeah. Well, I have to admit on this, it's not saying much, but I must admit it's probably the best Odex Singapore dub I've ever seen. But on the dub scale, it's very, very mediocre. At and best. sadly enough... That is a big, big improvement for that. I've never heard an but, Odex attempt at a dub. I've seen an Odex attempt at a DVD. Oh, they're doing the DVD as well. They're doing the offering. They're doing the subtime. Oh, they're doing the whole kit and caboodle. It's a cheap... But anyway, I, I've been watching subtitle. There's only been one little subtitle flip. Do where they do kind the subtitles of too? Yep. Okay, because um, I saw... like. The only Odex DVD I've seen was Boys B when they when that originally came out there, and I mm-hmm. actually imported the whole thing. Mm. Good price, by the way. Yeah. Um, well, you got what you pay for, as they say. Yeah, no kidding. Too. Mm. Um, there were some grammat, quite a few grammatical errors back then, and this is the only. And, I, I love how they're trying to. Here, and I did get preach here from them as well, and same same issues. You know what the irony in life is. Is that they're now trying to sue fans of fan subs, oh, and they and hopefully they can at least say, okay, we're trying to clean up our mistakes from the past. Um, but who knows? That's that's another, another story there. altogether. Uh, perhaps but another anyway. discussion for another time. But there's some other funny things. I found another funny mistake. I was uh, I got all of Toko from Manga, and they have an interesting one. I talked to uh, Keith Burgess about at Fan Expo, and even he didn't know about it. Basically, well, you're, you're pretty thorough though. But it was basically uh, the third uh, extra. It's an interview segment. And the second disc, it's like, okay, we have this next one for the next disc. And even in the promotions, like, this is on there. So I start watching. I'm like, you know what? This seems a lot familiar, like the interview from the second disc. And I'm going for it. And I'm like, holy shit, it's, it's the, the same, same thing. Right? And that's word for word. And I'm like, oh, my Aww. goodness. I'm like, you did everything right. 
And Manga, you still dropped the ball there because they've had their problems before with Hamanase and all that. Yeah, yeah well, there's, there's uh, a reason they don't have it right now. I don't think, I think no, they lost it. No, it's now with Bandai Visual for the $80 price tag of next generation plus DVD combo, which no one in their right mind would pay unless they're a huge... I'm a huge fan, but at least give I us a DVD-only one. At I, have the, I, have to admit, I do have the manga version. And I, so I haven't do really I. taken a look at it yet. I but have to admit, I will buy it when it comes out. I don't yeah. have a Blu-ray or an HD, and no, I'm you just have that, a DVD as well. I have a, comes I know. With it, so it's like eighty dollars for a DVD is crazy, but maybe somebody will buy it for me. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I'm just it's that, called Christmas present, yeah, or birthday present. I'm just like the, the manga DVD was great because it had so many special features mm-hmm. on it. Like it had the pilot film and just a whole bunch of really interesting things. But the actual transfer to the DVD is really bad quality. You can tell it's just taped off of VHS. Yeah. It's I, 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 just I, I abysmal. I haven't really looked at it, so I don't. I can't really. Other than I'm that, really looking I, forward to the, a nice, clean, mm-hmm. revamped DVD release. It's going to be remastered, is mm-hmm. it? Okay. Anime-wise, as well, I was watching Harry as well, and I do admit, I, I, I don't, I don't see a problem with what you were talking about. It's like it doesn't have to be a flippin' samurai film to use like Japanese words. They're taking the context of Japanese school and stuff like that. It's already a hardcore otaku otaku show already you know what i mean mm-hmm. like look at azamanga dio and all the others even like, though like, you know what i mean like it's there already and i know that it's kind of a hard bridge to gap between translation and then transliteration especially in manga when i read it even though i can't agree with anybody trans keeping naze instead of why I don't. I can't remember that though. Like if I actually did, did that, that, then I thought he didn't say I, that, I, I but I could be wrong. I, I could that. be very wrong. The I, other I, thing I tried though to is play that scene a couple times over that exact instance, and that's what mm-hmm. came out to me. And if Crispin Freeman is ever hears this, um, clarify. Uh, <laughs> did you ever even get to meet him in the line when you went? Oh, to uh, I'll, I'll save that for later. Um, but yeah, the thing is, uh, it just caught my attention, and then the fact when um, Wendy Lee used Moe. Mm-hmm. Use the word moe in you know in in describing her plans for Mikuru. Uh, for Mikuru. I I didn't really have too much of a problem because That's it was different. based on setting. It, you know what I mean? That yeah. is very different. It's, it's, it's most uh, the Naze one is, maybe a bit, but it, I had no like. I really like. In the end, um, maybe it's okay. To, like, it was fine to use it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it just did not come register as well. Right. Well, usually when they have moe in an anime, they translate it as, oh, that's so cute, or like, it's, oh, I'm so aroused. And this you know? is, this might but be, the and thing, this though, is, is this a, is a series that is so highly hyped. Highly otaku, that too. I hate to, and highly otaku. And the thing is, it doesn't matter what they do. They could be, like, selling us whatever, and you'll still have people mm-hmm. nitpicking, nitpicking, nitpicking. That's part of the thing. I mean, but I, this I, is. I, and this heck, is not, it doesn't. I think they could care less. They're probably making a boatload of money if you hear Well. <laughs> Anime-wise, let's remember that. Anime-wise, let's remember that. Anime-wise. Like, the thing is, and you're making, and and I'm not, I don't want to make this sound like I'm not recommending it. It's just that's what it's, this was just something now, that stuck out to me when I was watching No, I remember it you're you're buying the limited editions as well. Those are nice boxes, by the way. Yeah, no, with all the fun <laughs> stuff in it too. Yeah, but if you're a true fan, you have to get. And yes, they do have the broadcast order on there, but subbed only. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a good compromise because unfortunately, when you're dealing with licensors and they have strict guidelines to follow, you just got to go with what they give. And at mm-hmm. least and, and, and they, at least they made the to, extra they, they made the extra effort to get the broadcast order. Basically from Japan, and that was the best they could do, mm-hmm. and I accept that. They I accept the, made the Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, in the end, you know, uh, what's the, there's a phrase that goes: um, if you're going to be late to the party, be very mm-hmm. late, because if you're gonna, if you're just a little late, people get pissed off at you. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. you're really late, they're just happy you came. Besides, it's a freaking DVD. Like it just, you don't have to watch it in the order that it's presented. Once you've got the whole series, you can watch the episodes in whatever order. Yeah, you that's want. what I was gonna say. If you're that <laughs> hardcore, you may as well watch the. Yeah. Uh, and if you're that hardcore, you also know the order, so you know which way the episodes should be. Exactly. Or so, you can just watch the extra disc that you bought in the special edition and double. Oh well, yeah, if you're that hardcore, chances <laughs> are you're not watching the dub either. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like you're just watching your purest sub. You're not gonna watch the dub. It's exactly. like. Boy. Crazy dub fans. Yeah. Stop watching. Anyway. Uh, hey, you can't sell DVDs without a dub. What else, anyway. is, what else is in your uh, um, on your computer or player? <laughs> computer. <laughs> Actually, funny enough, I was going to go to manga next. And let's see. Uh, oh, hey, you can play domest- that on a computer too. <laughs> domestic- domestically in paperback form, God forbid. Um, let's see. MPD Psycho, which I talked about before. You mentioned Great read. On the drive up. Um, 
Gunsmith Cats, as you saw. Yeah, you, yeah. He just, he just, we just came from, uh, we just came from um, the Comic Shack, and, uh, <laughs> and we just, and he just uh, purchased a couple, uh, a couple manga on the way out. Yeah, it was MPD Psycho Two, Gunsmith Cats Three, and oh yeah, Dirty Pair the novel, which was delayed a long time. Okay, mm. but it was worth it. Yeah, Heck, I, I know tons of people already bought it already with it. the imported version. That was the English. Uh, what was it? It was to teach Japanese people English or something. Hmm. Yeah, but, was, that's was, common. I mean, I have a couple of volumes of that in, uh, of various manga that did that. Yeah, so do I. So yeah, well, but yeah, what else was there? There was all sorts of ones. Translucent. I, I saw you. Oh yeah, translucent. I yeah that the of all the ones I would like to have, translucent. Dark, another dark horse style, but not one that you would normally see, like the Berserk and all the blood and guts one. It's more of a slice of life type of one. I know they say shoujo, but for them, yeah, that's kind of like what it is. But it was in the same one from MediaWorks as Najika and stuff like that. It's more of slice of life, and it was enjoyable. I was point, how many volumes is that? Five? Five volumes already done. Volume one's already out in July. Volume two is coming out in October, end of October. So mm-hmm. it'll be done by the year. So it's a nice short series. I'm I, I I heard about word of mouth and I picked up and I've actually enjoyed it so far. It's kind of a coming of age story. And yes, the girl is translucent, so so on and so forth, dealing with this disease. But it's more of uh, dealing with adolescence and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Can I borrow that copy? Yeah, no, I, I remember I said you were free to borrow. It's just we haven't got around to the yeah. uh, trading of Admittedly, the... Admittedly, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm busy. And I, and I know the way. thing is that you wouldn't get as many things from Dark Horse. I know you got Gunsmith Cats and maybe Oh My Goss and all that stuff. But I know usually you think Manly Man, Sand Manga and stuff like that. So you kind of forget that sometimes there are those little titles that slip in to the niche show. I'm watching so. School Days. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go much further down. I don't know. <laughs> Lowest common denominator type show. Well, hey, no one can beat Berserk. Berserk is still the shit. Anyway, and it, the other let's see, other titles I was thinking of. Oh, funny enough. Um, speaking of little licenses, just a pre thing. I'm glad Gans was re- licensed by Dark Horse at uh, Anime uh, Expo, as well as Ghost Talker Daydream. Which, funny enough, I'm reading. I think it was number nine, volume nine mm-hmm. or eight, whatever. Came out the day they announced it in Scanlation. No joke. It was funny reading that while they announced. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Ooh, but it was it, actually it's been a nice read as well. What else? Oh yeah, Emma. We cannot forget about Emma. Mm, I'm, glad the, I'm glad. I'm glad. Most of you. Both I'm, of you. I'm <laughs> very now, now glad the enemy is licensed. Come back in. And the other thing though is, of course, I'm reading that manga and stuff like that. The thing I want to say that I'm really ticked off about, I'm not sure how Angela feels about, is like, how do you screw up the German family's name Mulders? Yeah, every other yes. country gets it right, except stupid DC is still screwing around with. Where us. did they what get? What did they call Meredith? Meredith. It has no common link, no common sense. I'm like, the- you, your all your goodwill is just screwing around with mm-hmm. this. Like you think. Okay, maybe they're going to change it. It's like, no worries. And I look at the next volume. They haven't changed it. I'm like, what? How can you keep a mistake for that? And maybe we've been sending you emails. You don't look at... It's like, oh my God. And the same person who does the translation does the adaptation. And I'm like, I'm sure there's got to be some quality control. And now I start to wonder something. To be fair, uh, Etran, the group that was uh, scanslating it, Whispers, the lady who does that, she yeah. had a lot of trouble coming up with molders from the katakana. I'm not sure what the katakana was, but like I she had to look it. through like German name dictionaries to find the closest match. So who knows what it was supposed to be in the original? Uh, the thing though is, I, we've seen a lot out of other countries as well. So I would like to hope there was a little mm-hmm. research and saying, okay, we're having a tough time. Let's see what everyone else has been doing right. and have a good. You know what I mean? That yeah, sort they of did thing. pick a terrible name but it because meredith it seemed too english and they're german and it's a lady's first name you know (laughs) it may be but it is a last name as well but the thing is i'm it's it's i know it sounds really annoying and that one i know it sounds like we're really nitpicking there just like we talked Mm -hmm. about with harry it sounds like we're nitpicking but it's still it feels off to me i I don't know why yeah but uh yeah emma has Still been in the reading pile to say the least. I can't wait for that to end. Mm-hmm. I'm, st- I'm still buying them, so you can tell that I haven't been pissed off enough to stop buying. No, I'm just happy to get it and. No, like I want. I know it's like the thing of getting in. How your many hand. volumes is that uh, are out now? Um, 
Uh, we have five, maybe four, four volumes out six, now. Seven, right? Six, four seven volumes. Five is coming out this month. Six in December. I think it's like seven, eight volumes. Seven, and then I think. We'll, and then further yeah, tales. The I'm not sure if they have further tales. Not yet, they? but they might. Okay. Yeah, I've enjoyed further tales because I've been reading that online mm-hmm. as well, and I just like the stories. Like sometimes I'll be about the characters we know, but then sometimes. It goes off into these random characters mm-hmm. like the um one of the recent ones i saw was the one about the opera singers and stuff yes, like that yes. or about uh, the squirrel and all that stuff like things like that that just it, it's incredible you can tell lessons. that she's having such fun drawing it like mm-hmm. the, the episode with the squirrel was i was just amazed and the mm-hmm. episode with, with just they're riding a bicycle out in the countryside yeah like, you can just I, I feel her passion that. It's just right so now. exciting to read. Or going out shopping and stuff like mm-hmm. that with Polly and, uh, oh man, now I forget names. My um, names, things are going off. You know, the yeah. two mates from the Mulder's household. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, we should go on well, to what I, you probably have been <laughs> watching and reading since I, we I, have. I assume that's I, it. Yeah, because right, I've been right, going on and right, on and on. I could probably yeah. go on a diatribe for years saying about what I've been doing. Yeah, uh, we can go with a second insult. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. Um, anime side, not too much new. It's been basically exploring old friends anime and manga side just going as in home stu- as in stuff you've as in stuff you've seen before yeah like rediscovering my old collection that i hadn't been able to be with because living in residence you leave all your anime at home you go home and it's like wow i have all this anime i forgot i had so just rediscovering a lot of stuff but as for new things i've gotten really into tengen Toppen guren lagan uh gainax's latest offering okay that that that, that puts a name yeah <laughs> no was that i think that was the one that it, yeah adv licensed it didn't yeah they, they did I, how how was that because i never got around to watching that well the way i see gainax's timeline is starting off awesome with daikon and honiomi's eva and then slowly going downhill and with Tenken Top and Gurren Lagann, it's like they've hit a new peak. Like they've gone back, way back. That's kind up. of odd because really? that was the one with the controversy. Remember, were with the message board and that, and then yeah, the one executive that, had to basically quit because like there was a lot of bad mouthing going that on. That was all There's behind the scenes, change. though. That doesn't it was, it was that isn't reflected in the show at all. Like if yeah, it was you look kind of interesting itself, to see how that reflected if there were certain things that were done or. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't really affect in the your show. in your eyes. Not at all. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. It's. I think it's worthy of what some fans have dubbed it, the title Gunbuster 3. Like, uh, it's got the pure passion that you saw in their earlier works. I don't know if they got, like, a new influx of temps or something that really had a passion, or if they just said, like, what have we been doing drawing half-naked maids? You know, let's go back to our roots. But it really feels like it's going back to the mm-hmm. past. Yeah. Hmm. Anything else? Um, I mean, uh, anything else on the list, or is that most of it? That's most of it. Just Death Note, like everybody else. Death Note, like everyone else. (laughs) Well, no, Death Note, you know what's funny with that? Is that, yeah, I read the manga off of someone, but realistically-wise, I didn't watch the anime because basically I decided that, you know what, it's going to be the same stuff going either way. It's kind of like Monster, where it's so good that they just want to be kind of exact to what they had. It's not like they want to diverge, kind of like what happened with Emma the second season. Yeah, well... But I, I don't know. Like, it's funny because I didn't get the manga, but I decide, you know what, I'll get the anime for it, a few pennies that way. It's like, hmm. I think compared to the manga with the Death Note anime, it's like they turned everything, the volume, the atmosphere, everything all the way up to 11. Like, <laughs> they, just with the opera music in the background and just the way that they framed everything and... I don't know. It's just made it incredibly fun to watch. Like, just gripping. That's that's the thing, though, when you have those type of titles like that or Monster, mm-hmm. where you have the thing, the dry thing on the page, but then yeah. when you add the music, mm-hmm. the moving around, them talking and, and stuff like that, truly it's, a different, it's a different experience. Now, and even though sometimes they'll go word by word and th- scene by scene, mm-hmm. sometimes you feel a little more because as you did say, it's like you have that extra ambiance you didn't have before. Right. Because before it was in your own head and you had your own idea of what their voices were, what the music was, what the tone was. Mm-hmm. Like watching Monster in a Darkened Room at times was truly chilling. Mm. That's the thought. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's supposed to premiere on YTV, but that's been to this point... Not well, happening. the uh, weird thing was, I think Brad Swan, all of them in Vancouver, when they announced the cast early there, they said, yeah, I think we, they had dubbed 12 or 13 episodes. And you're thinking to yourselves, well, they may have dubbed it, but have they done post? Have they done all the things to package it, to send it 
to chorus I'm a, I'm and i was like i don't think they were isn't any censorship issue this is no, just a I matter think, of getting the material for i think it's yeah, the thing of so. and i was like how can chorus always an issue how could chorus have got those episodes if they've only got that much left i think they had said to themselves oh shoot we kind of uh sent this out the door a little early mm-hmm. they probably couldn't so confirm w- that they had the show so they just decided to take it off the schedule for the time being i don't well, expect I think, it'll be off entirely unless yeah. there's a serious i issue. think they have the show it's just the fact that they kind of went jump the gun yeah i wouldn't right, be surprised if we see it in february or whatever when they I, do I, I tend to think it could still be sooner than that later this later in the fall hmm. for all we know it's just that they they're just not committing the time at the moment mm-hmm. I don't think it's a censorship issue, considering they were showing uh, Ghost of the Shell show, standalone complex. And then they showed which well, that was twelve. Yeah, that was anyway. But as long as they show it late enough at night, they shouldn't have an yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. Well, like an adult swim in the U.S., they have to show it like at midnight or something like but that because watch. God forbid mm-hmm. the kids. Well, at least are, they do. That's the thing. So. But no, I, I think as you said, it's not a censorship issue. It's more of a issue of they've only done so much so far and you can't deliver all that content and go through post and all that so quickly and give it to chorus like that mm-hmm. so anyway there's that so that's 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 on yours right that's pretty much your platter right um Wait. pretty much just emma but we already talked about that we already talked about emma yeah i Which finally like, got to see the end of only yesterday amoide poro poro like that oh the uh, old the um the stereotypical thing right yeah i managed to get a second half of the movie raw <laughs> well, you can, so. how much of it can you understand most of it, so it was okay. Yeah, Actually, I mean, the one she, I, I've been. Angela is a Japanese student. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess I should formally introduce the other two since it's been about forty minutes now. Um, Don't they know already? Yeah, Angela, <laughs> yeah. Jordan, Angela and James Jordan, Austin, James Austin, and Mike Nicholas around <laughs> the, the table. table. Yeah. <laughs> done. Uh, so we're done. Um, we're done with that with the intros now. Oh, sorry. Oh, it was just just a wonderful movie. Like I would just wish that they would bring it out here. Like they have the rights and they're sitting on it, and they've been yeah, sitting yeah, on and, it and for you're years. And you're referring to Buena Vista, right? Actually. So. Actually, funny enough, speaking of that, I was also, during the summer, now that I think about remember I talked a bit about Otaku USA Magazine, and interesting to see how it would turn out. Mm-hmm. So far, the two, ep- the two magazines, the two issues I've read, I've enjoyed it very much. I- I'd say well, Patrick Majekas and all, all the contributors are people that are from the fan community, like Ed Chavez from MangaCast, other people from Anime, was it Anime World Order? Yeah, Some of their people have went there. And all that stuff. I've really enjoyed the tone of the writing, the way they've mm-hmm. went about their stories and stuff like that. DVD-wise, there's not much they could really do because ADV kind of already has been there with New Type USA for and, a long and, and, time. And, it's, and, now, and they've increased but, that. But you can tell Funimation doesn't want to give some of their stuff to their closest rivals, so they're giving some stuff, new stuff, to Otaku USA, which is nice. Right Stuff gave them a few things. But the one thing they have to fix big time is that it's dub only. They need to put some subs. And even one person said, would a true otaku in the USA watch something dubbed? And ask that question to them. It's like, come on, put a few <laughs> subtitles on. It wouldn't hurt. It's only one or two episodes anyway. Yeah. Noah's like, well, it's kind of the thing of, well, if New Type can do it, can't you guys figure something out? But other than that, that's just a minor thing. Personally, I think it's a great magazine mm-hmm. written-wise and stuff like that. It has a nice flair to it for an older um i say person yeah i like it compared to a new type because when you pick it up you know you're getting quality writing and mm-hmm. you know that it's not going to pander to the industry like i yeah, find with new type you say you never you you'll never the, read you a negative re- review who, in that negative no the thing though is we got to admit yeah they can say they're away from the industry but the thing though is that they are kind of attached to Hitachi, or that i can't they say are. their name now which you know is has their new line coming out in the form of Yen Press, mm-hmm. and actually I'm intrigued to see how that uh, turns out this uh, winter. So we'll probably have to take a look at that. Yeah. But okay. if they had to review School Days, they wouldn't say it had its good p- points, so you should buy the it, DVD. It's they, not if they would get stick it to them. Yeah, yeah no, I, it's, I it's, see, like can, even the reviews, I, like I, even I'm the sticking it to them, even the so. ones that are small, mm-hmm. they have enough to them that it gives you an idea. Like what was it? Um. Translucent had a funny little quirk uh, review, small review to it that it kind of gave me a good laugh and gave me a lot of hope. I can't remember what they said about it though. It was a good, it was a good quip. I'll have to tell you next. Keep time. in mind, a lot of the, a lot of the people who write for it are fellow podcasters. Yep. yep. So well, there's contributions and stuff like that, and they try to do their best to give it from North American perspective and from Japanese perspective mm-hmm. to do the whole ball of wax and try to bring it all, not just. 
yeah. anime and manga, but cosplay, music, mm-hmm. live exactly. action, and so on and so forth. Okay. You know what? I'm looking at the time, at the clock here. I guess we should actually talk about the conventions because we only have 20 minutes to do so. All right. Where do you want? Where do we start? Anime North or uh, Fan Expo? Which one would be easier? Which one would be easier to talk about? Hmm. You know what? How about we go with Fan Expo first since sure. it's kind of fresh in our minds? And I do have to say that I did the smart thing and anyone who is a smart cookie, go on Friday to do the guest uh, signings because I basically went to do the Japanese uh, Guest of Honor yesterday, Naito uh, Mori... Blah. Moriyama. Moriyama from Crown Crusade. Um, Atsushi. Atsushi from Venus First Virus. And basically, people are like, well, this line seems kind of long. It took us, we arrived 5.30 when they were supposed to start signing. We didn't get to see them till 7, uh, I think it was 7 o'clock. Probably That's late. when we got. And we weren't even as long as they were on Saturday or whatever the other days yeah. were when they were just out of the line. We mm-hmm. were actually pretty darn close. But as you know, people, like, they, they had a limit of, like, five items. And what happens, like, we had one guy, a few guys in front of us that must have had all these bash figures, and we're like, you're kidding us, right? <laughs> it's like, it was five items. I'm sure I saw the right sign. <laughs> Luckily, I think they were okay. But I love, I love Naito. He was, he was, he, he seemed like all of them, all of them seemed like they were having a really good time. But Naito it was funny. Naito, Naito was hilarious because I came up with, uh, I had uh, Trigon Maxim design. I had the Venus First Virus design, uh, Crown Crusade manga design, and the uh, art book uh, of the Gungrave video games that Dark Horse released. I'm sure not as many people have bought that, and he probably hasn't seen as much. And so what happened was when I went, he's, he's like, Suge, and all this stuff. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sure he was trying to like make it sound like, oh, this is incredible stuff, or he's like really impressed. But Maybe he was being Japanese-impressed. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed them all. Like, and I thought it was really nice how they also did the postcards for us as well as if you had the other thing. Which, and that and that would be an issue with Sushi too, because she most of her no, material. Yeah, no, there. she. Wasn't no, I, no, I, 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 I said I really enjoyed it, and thank you for coming. Even though only this one has been out, and she was very gracious, and all of them were very gracious. They even were nice enough, like to answer one question if you wanted while you were autographing on the Friday, because there wasn't as many people, and they were really nice about that. Like I asked about Grand Grave becoming a manga, and he's like, "Nah, it's not going to happen." Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you were there on the big day of questioning. I love it how they were like. They should have done if like two. Had, they should have done two hours because they said, "Yeah, we're ready to like to roll." We could have done more questions. Than they wanted to ask questions of us, and then I kind of ended it. I felt kind of bad that I ended that whole panel with my one question because I, I I'm not sure because you could take it so many different ways, and I was kind of sad for the why, translator why and everyone get- else because I think my question is one where it would get lost in translation, and recap, it was in regards. Well, well, to your, you should recap your question and then. The, re- the answer they gave you mm-hmm. um as you remember i was talking we were talking about manga edits and none of them i said yes none of you have had to deal with that i didn't mention dark horse seven or c's or no it was uh, it was adv all of them and none of them basically edit anything but i said if you had to come to a point where someone asked you to add something, would you do it or would you not? Because I said different people have done different things with Viz. It's like, okay, well, we have to do it or question. with 1010, we have to do it. And then I said, two-parter, I said, now in Japan with the way they're going after certain things, I know it's only doujinshi. I didn't say that, but I said, has have you felt pressures about sexuality, religion, all these other things in your manga that you would have to tone down or have to do this and that? Or do you just go off your free will and say this is that? And what, and what were the it, responses? I think, remember, their, respo- their responses were kind of like, yeah, we haven't been at and mm-hmm. we haven't they, done they, that. They, and they Mo- and Moriyama and Ashusi were on about religion and the cross and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, mine kind of got lost in the thing, and I'm not sure how it turned out. But I think people in the audience knew what I was trying to say. It was kind of... Yeah, yeah the, the whole edits question and their reactions to it. But the, to them, I guess it's never been an issue. That's yeah, I think question. I think that I'm not sure how they felt about like there were other things talking about turning the manga from the manga process to the anime process that and how much and how much and it. how much 
they were involved in the process and even Naito got involved in that and asked how much they were involved. Like it, there were so many things and it should really, it should have been longer because we could have kept on going forever. And I would have liked to hear what their questions of us were like, what, what they want to know from us, because I think it would be a really good feedback thing. And especially for Atsushi and all of them for their new mangas or their new titles to maybe add something to their impressions to put in their new works. You know what I mean? Oh, about like their experiences here or something or whatever they're doing because sometimes those small things rest in your mind right and you might put into their mind it might be something completely different out in space mm-hmm. and then something they realize they like experience somewhere else yeah would, and what was interesting take- i think they i think it was naita who said that he tries not to watch much or pay too much attention to other manga in yep. terms of influences for himself mm-hmm. he tries to keep it keep his uh, influences as non-manga as possible. Yeah, both of them were talking about, like I said, she said fashion magazines and stuff like that. They really want to be original with what they ultimately come out with. That probably would bring a lot more into their works then just by looking at other manga. Well, Naito, you can even tell it because his is not the typical manga style. It's like the messy style and all this stuff. Like you can feel the intensity in what Mm -hmm. he's drawing and what he's doing. I think we saw that intensity during the sketch off. Oh, the sketch off was quite intense for all of them. I I thought it was enjoyable. I'm, I'm glad they tried and did that. If you want to know what the sketch off was, um, they took four artists. They took our three, the three guests of honor there, and then they took a fourth artist, who's Alvin, Alvin Lee, Lee, who um, who draws Street Fighter for Udon Comics, and they told and they mixed up their titles, and they told each and, I, and they told each one to pick a pick another title, and they would have to try and make a do a drawing within half an hour from that other person's title. Hmm. Um, Naito hmm. drew Venus versus, versus Virus. Uh, Lee drew Trigun. Yep. Um, Atsushi drew Chrono Crusade. Yep. That was my most enjoyable. Yeah, and she was good with it. And um, and Moriyama drew um, Street Fighter. Drew Street Fighter. I love his, uh, his response to who he drew because he drew Cammy. He drew Cammy because he and just he's like drawing Cammy. <laughs> no, he said <laughs> he like, like he did write you, and he's like he looked all these things. He's like, yeah, I wanted to do Cammy. Yeah, I wanted to do Cammy because uh, she's easy to draw. She's easy on the eyes. I guess. I don't know. But the thing was, Ats- Atsushi did something for Chrono Crusade, and she drew um, Rosette. Rosetta? Rosette? I forgot the name. Yeah, it was Rosette. And, was but Rosetta. she kind she, of resembles a lot of the Crown Crusade females could resembles certain characters. That's why maybe it wasn't and too that's much why. of a stretch in the end. Yeah, no, she got... Because I, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd watched a little, seen some pictures, images from Venus versus Virus, and yeah, that isn't much of a stretch. I think Naito had the hardest time, but he did an interesting job. I he thought. had fun with it. I know. He but the thing was, I think, I think everything deteriorated for Naito, and this is not a criticism, by the way, but I knew, I, like, Lee drew a picture of Vash, like you wouldn't believe. And I'm going to put this in the AAC file. I'm going to put this in the enhanced version. You'll see it. Uh, but, and you'll see a picture of, that, of his drawing. What I didn't get a picture of was Naito's reaction. Yeah, he was he like, was oh floored. my god. He, he was he, He's just like, I, man, I have to there really was perform. No way, <laughs> there was no way that was, um, that was sta- a staged reaction because he looked genuinely impressed with, yeah. um, with the picture he put up. But yeah, we'll put. Uh, but as I said, uh, we'll put the uh, pictures up in the uh, enhanced version. So give that a look. See. Let me tell you quickly about the, uh, and then I'll get back, and then we'll All talk right. about just Alley, Okay. Let me quickly tell you the other side of the autograph lines. Okay. And this was on, especially on Saturday the and Sunday. Underbelly. The underbelly. Okay. <laughs> the hideous underbelly. This, no, this was this was pretty. Uh, like, many people I know will have come out will lash against this because I've heard a lot because I you know there's just no way people would have accepted of this. But what happened a lot was. Um, before the designated time, before the designated time of a lot of the people who were doing autographs, lineups were forming for a lot of them very fat, very long, and very fast. Like if you were within, especially for the Japanese guests, aren't because they had their panel, then they had their mm-hmm. autograph session afterwards. Mm-hmm. They already formed the thing. Then it's just coffin. It's like, what's going yeah, on? No. It's and like, here's what happened. And, and it's kind of annoying when that when you go. This on is time. what happened a lot because um, if you weren't in the line at the moment the autograph started. There's a good possibility the line would have cut right on you. Hmm. Um, that happened uh, to me on Saturday uh, with Crispin Freeman because we tried to get in. Just it was right kind of funny beginning. because we looked at the sky and remember you said um, the voice of Naruto, the Emmy Award winning uh, female. Oh, yeah. I forget her name, but you know who the extra Q and A was for? That wasn't her. It was Crispin, Crispin Freeman, Freeman was, and it wasn't and, mentioned on the schedule. And the thing was, not as many people went to him. People would have if they, they known. Knew. I would have known too, but yeah. I but, had other priorities. But at that here's point. Uh, so so things like that happened throughout Saturday and Sunday. But here's the big one: um, on Sunday, they had a lot of people overlap with each other. 
So mm-hmm. uh, uh, Veronica Taylor, and then one minute, and then 30 minutes later would come, you know, Crispin Freeman, or uh, and then another 30 mm-hmm. minute, and another 30 minute intervals of Japanese guests of honor. You had you if you wanted a or or Laura Bailey and um, Lucy Christian, you were gambling. If you want, if you wanted an autograph from, say, an English actor, from say Lu- Laura Bailey and Lucy Christian, and you, well, they get, have been here before, yeah, so some but of them. You were putting a gamble if you want to try and wait in the autograph and then hope to be able to go to the um, Crispin Freeman or the Japanese mm-hmm. Guest of Honor line. So you, you had to, uh, you were gambling because if you got your autograph, you better hope you can quickly get into the other line before the cutoff happens. Well, that, the lucky thing for the English guests is that I'd seen some of them before, yeah. so but, the, that's why I really went on the but, Friday because Japanese yeah. guests, you never get to see them, or it's rare to see mm-hmm. them again. But here's the thought, and this is this is the part that kind of floored me because some people were literally rolling underneath the barriers, rolling yep. underneath yep. the barriers yep. to make yep. sure they can get into the line before. Before it cut cut on people, mm-hmm. and it happened. It happened, and those who uh. were caught on the other side of it were not happy. So yeah. that's that was one thing with the lineup. I, I should mention this because um, I met, um, I did have a nice nice conversation with Veronica Taylor, wonderful person to talk to. A lot of English voices generally are. Um, they're so welcoming, and we'll certainly have a nice conversation with you. Um, talked at length, and, and and I'm gonna. This is quite a, a shout to the uh, people running the Big Apple. Big Apple Anime. Oh, the New York Anime Festival that will happen later this year, towards the end of the year. Um, she mentioned she would love she loves she would love to be invited, but she wonders why at this point that there doesn't seem to be much of respect respect for the New York actors from the people running the New York Anime Festival. Hmm. That's kind of odd because usually, like in all the Canadian conventions, show respect to Vancouver. They've shown respect to Toronto voice actors and all that. Actually. Yeah. And Everyone gets respect from all their local communities, so it's kind of odd that you would have a local community not at least give them. I think she mentioned. I think um, Corinne Orr, who um, was in Speed Racer, Speed Racer is mm. going there, and she and she referred to her as an idol. So mm. she would love to meet her, but you mm. know, and she says, you know, her she, she's still open, so she would love mm. to go. Please let so please invite her. Let's hope they call her. Yeah. Um, so, but, but what else can we say? We got to remember that the big thing about fan expo is that it's not just anime they have mm-hmm. the sci-fi and all that mm-hmm. stuff going on and the big thing about that is that a lot of the guests on saturday were more focused on sci-fi and stuff mm-hmm. like that and there's not much unfortunately any of us can do because yeah. scheduling are crunch because they have the big name so to speak out there on those days doing the intermittent and interactive and then you have of course the behemoth known as the dealer's room and then the gaming thing showing their wares and doing their wares mm-hmm. but it's more of the guests that were about that and that's why I went the guests of honor for Japan I'm like I'm never going to see those people again yeah. unless I travel God knows how many miles There's gonna be and as, as we know I, I, like, I do think we owe them a debt gratitude because it, as they say to get these creators anime, manga and all them they have to fly all the way around the world to be here and they, they have to take time. time out of their schedule and it's, it's kind of like a vacation because they went to Niagara Falls they did all that stuff because they were taking time away from doing their actual work they're supposed to be doing their job mm-hmm. which is meeting all these deadlines doing all their drawings and stuff like that and they have to be and they're really tight as we know yeah. in the industry for getting that done so it's always good when we're able to get these people and mm-hmm. then yeah. take time out of their schedule to okay, come okay. regardless of who they are. Anyway, go ahead. I know I got less Artist Alley, let's go. Artist Alley, quickly. All right, well, uh, CN was great for Artist Alley in that instead of having to go th- jump through all these hoops like with Anime North because it's run by amateurs and not, they do a, a great job. Well, I'd like to say that they do a great job. They really try. But CN, having it be not amateur run was just such a breath of fresh air. It was great having an exhibitor pass. I could go in early, get a look at all the guests like before everybody else could get in. Unfortunately, sales were not so good. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think that CN is just too large. I think that there are just too many different groups. I saw where they stuck together. everyone, and it's kind of weird when you go. It is weird. And it's like you guys were kind of like at the way back. We were behind a freak show. Yeah, so. you were going there, and it, like I tried to find you, and I couldn't find you. I, I'm sorry to say, like yeah. I feel really bad because I try to find people, and I'm like, I 
can't find you. It's like some type of weird. It's like walk past the latex bloodied oh. corpses, right past oh. the freak show, and that's. Where I we tried. Went. I really did attempt, but <laughs> I couldn't. That's why, actually, this year at Anime North, I really remember I talked to you about. I mm. really enjoyed how they did instead of having the um, artist alley at the side. Yeah. I think the bi- best thing they did for industry and for the artist alley was having it outside of the dealer's room, out in front. So mm-hmm. you could go in and do it that way. I but think in the walkway where you had if, to come out, when you came out of the dealer's room, like the artist alley was right there. Yeah, it's kind of like so near it's like the, the beginning and near the exit, to go. so it's good. Yeah, so yeah. It, we, it's not like we were just shunted into the corner. But I, I think like a parallel would be like Comiket. I know that they, they have a huge number of people, but how they deal with it is that they have different themes on different days. Like there's the whole Yaoi boys love mm-hmm. shoujo day, and then there's the the hentai day and mm-hmm. so they get different fan groups coming in at different times but it's all the same vendors we should uh, we mm-hmm. should talk to clarissa on this one because she was at comic Head this year so yeah oh. um we, we will try and get her a well i've heard online. that's how they run it and that's okay. how they manage to or maybe we'll do a phone interview and that test would be pretty her. awesome it would be pretty cool we have to test we have to test the limit technological limits sorry but oh that's okay well i don't know if it would be possible to do that but if they could have like all the horror and gaming things or whatever on one day and then the anime and I don't think that I don't think in North America that's ever going to happen. Unfortunately, to tell you the honest truth, I mean, I I mean, I I, I respect the logic, but this the the North American culture. Mm -hmm. I don't see it. Or maybe have the horror things separate on the weekend before or something. I don't know, but it just feels like it's too much and it's just outgrowing itself. Like my friend spent two hours waiting to get in on Saturday. And he was not for, happy for CN for CN, and it was just yeah, a regular it's, it's, crowd. It's, 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 it's too it's, much. It's just its own. Reason the two terms CN and Fan Expo because it was it used to be called CN Anime, or mm-hmm. it still uses that name, but it generally would just use the whole because the they do sci-fi, comic books, horror, mm-hmm. gaming, and all this other smorgasbord. Unlike uh, Anime North, which is mm-hmm. all anime all yeah. the time. But of course, I I honestly say I had more fun at Anime North because it's. It is that fan run. It's that it's interaction. It is that community of talking to. Oh, we have a nice phone ring. Anyway, um, the fan run uh, discussions and the panels and stuff like that that you don't get at those um, yeah. corporate run ones. That oh, fan and expo. I, I, and now, this, fan expo, I respect this. for the guests, but I this, that this they had better Japanese wise. But I did enjoy all the English voices that came oh, to I Anime know. North, like Patrick Seitz, Michelle Ruff. All the Hurui gang from Wendy Lee to yeah. uh, Stephanie Say and okay. stuff like that. We got, I got to quickly say this because we're running out of time. Um, if you thought that the anime programming at, 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 at Fan Expo slash CN Anime couldn't get any less, it did. They reduced that pro the overall anime programming on that list quite I fi- significantly. I think it was because the intermittent interactives with all those guests, they should have got more rooms for what they were doing, so they could do mm-hmm. more showings happen. and yeah. for m- longer panels. But they, it, they, they that was not, that they, was problematic. That's fine if they didn't want to do that, and it was a like I, player, and they would don't, didn't want to. Um, you know, because I know there's more rooms else. in the convention center. I know, but it, they, it's crazy. they didn't want to undermine anything from yeah. concerning the other parts of the fan expo. Mm. That's fine. But the bottom line is there was some significantly reduced programming this year. The sci-fi one got the best by mm. far mm. for intermittent interactors, and there's not much you can really do on that part. But yeah, like if you look at Anime North, look at all mm. the rooms they have for panels, for showings, for all that stuff. And you're telling me we can run a fan run expo and do all that, and then you have like a corporate run thing, and you couldn't try a little. Mm-hmm. But it depends on contract and all that other yeah. stuff and cost and all that. We understand that, but there's got to be yeah, a little I, more I, done I, on yeah, that I, end. I, I, mm-hmm. that's, that was just something that just didn't sit right with me. Because there could have been a longer panel for Japanese guests. There could have been a more showing rooms or, and stuff like, like that. And the sh- shows they did Laura show Bailey, were just new Laura ones. Bailey didn't, Laura Bailey and Lucy Christian, Christian didn't have a panel at all. Didn't mm-hmm. have a Q&A. The Japanese guests of honor, all three of them, I don't know what their common link was, but they had their Q&A all together yep. and for one hour. Yeah, they could have done one separately. It was kind of interesting because Mori, Moriyama... And uh, Naito seemed like they knew each other. Like they they had this one story about them going together doing something, and I'm like, that's interesting. They're linked together. Yeah. And so, and because I know their publishers are separate, so I'm like, this is interesting how they got them all together. Yeah. Anyway, because and I feel sorry for Seven Seas because thought, that would have been a great link for them with Asushi being here, getting things signed and getting their name out there. You, you know what I mean? After that, that bad, uh, you can't even find the manga. 
after a child's um oh sorry nymphites little uh hmm. yeah we've been good for that whole controversy yeah anyway um Quickly, how the game shows go? Because I know you were involved in the game shows. Well, as we said about scheduling all that crap, the game shows were fine, except, of course, they put us in the big room Friday, Sunday, because there's not much going on. Saturday, because of, as we said, all the sci-fi guests and stuff like that, take us out of the big room, put us in the small room. We had to cut off the line, like, at a ridiculous place. That is a leave people, there. Leave the people outside. And it's like, you feel bad. It's like, we really should have had the big room. Yeah, it's a well, good thing it's so popular, though. No, it's, no, like, I don't mind popularity, but you got to really think about it in the big picture and say, okay, who really needs these rooms? Yeah. Whatever. The weird thing, though, is for the Japanese guests of honor, I felt like there wasn't as many people. I know we had the big room, but I felt like we didn't have as many people. Oh, that, and that, the room is the best half full. I know, like, it, it, I don't know. I, I Maybe it's just me that felt it wasn't as full as it could be. Uh, anyway. You know, uh, I feel a little bad for them just because they came all the way from Japan. Uh, no, I think they had a ball. They, they looked like they, they, like I was talking to them and Mike was talking to them and we saw their faces and they enjoyed Niagara Falls. They enjoyed the town. They looked like they were just having a ball and yeah. looked like they loved Canada. Actually, okay. well, we should talk, we should take the break. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this. Um, we'll take the break and come back with more. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. Well, as much as we would like to continue talking about the conventions, uh, we have plenty to talk about in terms of Fan Expo still, and still a little bit on Anime North. Uh, we should really move on. And this is the end of Part 1. Um, coming up in Part 2, we'll talk a little bit more about the use of um, anime and manga in Japanese foreign policy, because there's a criticism. you got to hear this. And then we'll fire off some of the bullets. It's all coming up in Part 2 next. <laughs> 